welcome to Sylvia System Medium Clairvoyance Podcast. I'm here with a guest today, Melissa Walsh, also Nitya, uh, called in the yoga communities. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Me too. It's always a nice energy exchange yeah. and just, I love your energy. <laughs> so, the feelings mutual, my dear. So tell me about what do you do? For how long and when did it start and just kind of a little bit okay thanks for having me i am a massage therapist for in january will be 18 years (laughs) kind of can't believe it to be honest i went to school in california oh wow um a little tiny school run by one man um so it was a very intimate school and it was a immersion training so rather than going to school for a couple of hours a couple of nights a week for two or three years I did all of my training at once oh wow um so in the state of Rhode Island which is where we are right um the uh requirement for a massage therapist is 500 hours to be licensed and go in the state so the training that I went to was actually for six straight weeks and it was 14 hours a day, seven days for that whole time. So That's it's a, a complete time. immersion. Wow. So you're just in it. You're Getting eating, it done. breathing, sleep, sleeping, massage therapy. Um, and we learned a lot of various healing techniques. He starts with Reiki. Oh. We began with Reiki training. So I was Reiki attuned the very first day. Um, and then we worked with that for a few days. And then we start moving toward studying anatomy and physiology. Yep. Um, and then from there, we started learning the body and technique. And, and through it all, he was incorporating meditation. Mm. He was incorporating um, Qigong. Yep. We would do Qigong every morning. He was incorporating a lot of Native American traditional ceremonies. So I had this really well-rounded mm-hmm. training in an incredibly intimate setting. There yes. was only 20 two students with me at the very beginning and it's a one room classroom and we all lived there and because different areas of the country have different laws and requirements for training there were counties in california at the time so this is 18 years ago right that um only required 200 hours of training to be certified Certified. and, and practice in their county so some people were done after two weeks of training. Nice. They came, they went, they were done. So after two weeks, we lost about half of the students because they graduated, hmm. right? And they went on to practice. Right. And then uh, after three weeks, there was a couple more students that left. And right. after four weeks, there were a couple more students <laughs> that left. So by the time we were done, it was myself and one other woman. Oh, wow. So it was with my teacher for about 10 days, just me and this other woman. Wow, so you got like one-on-one training. One-on-one, yeah. That's it was awesome. amazing. Well, so, that would explain why I love your massage so much. Aw, <laughs> She's amazing. What are you listening? Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, I'm a very picky person. And everything. Yes. But um, yeah, so I started out practicing right after I got back mm-hmm. to Rhode Island. I ended up finding a little spa um, in Pawtucket. It was just really just a woman who was running this. She's an esthetician and she needed a massage therapist to work out of her space. And she was willing to let me start as I was going to get my official license. So I was legally not licensed in the beginning. (laughs) 
anyway, it is what it is. You know, we greased the wheels. Right. So um, I did that for a few months, and then I got my license, and I worked with her for a brief time. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up getting a job working out of a chiropractor's office. Oh. And I did that for about four years or so with her. And that was great. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot um, working directly with the chiropractor. There was actually two chiropractors in the office. Oh. I got to look at x-rays and MRIs, and I got to you know, work on treatment plans with patients. So wow. when they were working with a patient, I was incorporated in their treatment plan. So I got to be involved in all of that. Awesome. So it was really, Even really great. Even more experience on different levels. Exactly. Right. So I, I got years of this. And then... In the midst of all of this, um, so I graduated massage therapy school in 2003, and then in 2004, I went to yoga teacher training. I had really only just started practicing yoga right around the time that I graduated massage therapy Mm -hmm. school, because this training in massage therapy school spurred this spiritual transformation in me that I hadn't even planned for. So I went to yoga teacher training, and I began uh, teaching shortly thereafter. And flash forward, move along, I end up opening a yoga studio. (laughs) Just like that. I end up practicing massage therapy out of my yoga studio. In the midst of all of this, I got married, I had a child. A whole lot of stuff went down. And... Anyway, it's just been a really crazy journey. So it feels like lifetimes ago, so many lifetimes right. ago. Right. But um, my original path was to go into school for psychology. Nice. I went to a community college on the Cape. I'm from Cape Cod. And that was my plan. And I started out uh, doing school for psychology, and life got in the way, and I ended up just not getting any degree. I just... I just stopped going to school. I was done. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, of course, I ended up doing massage therapy. So it was actually an interesting story how that happened because I moved to Rhode Island and I had given up school. I'm working in a restaurant and my boyfriend at the time, he was working at Uno's pizza Pizza? place in the mall. And there was a young woman that worked there Mm -hmm. who was in massage therapy school. And she went to my boyfriend and she said, hey, any chance your girlfriend's interested in getting a massage? I need to work on a body, you know? (laughs) She's like, I need to practice. She's like, she can come to my apartment and I'll, you know, do this thing. So I go to her apartment and she does this massage and it's really great. She's so super sweet. And in the midst, she starts asking me, you know, like, oh, what's your story, blah, blah, blah. And I told her, oh, you know, I went to school for psychology and then didn't really finish a degree. She's like, you know, massage therapy is like the physical version of like counseling and psychology. And I was like, really? That's fascinating. I never even thought about that. She's like, yeah. So that planted a seed. (laughs) That conversation planted a seed. Right. And then it wasn't until years later when I was with my now now ex-husband, mm-hmm. um, his sister was an esthetician in another life. Nice. I chatted with her about that, just shared with her like, hey, I, you know, I'm curious about massage therapy. I wonder if that might be a good path for me. And then she introduced me to a man named Kyle um, on Block Island. We were all working on Block Island together. Mm-hmm. 
And he was a massage therapist on Block Island. And she said, I want you to meet somebody. So I meet this guy. He's a little younger than me. Shout out to Kyle. Oh my God, I love that man. So he says, so Kelly tells me you want to be a massage therapist. He's like, I went to this great school. He's like, where are you thinking of going? And I said, oh, I was just going to maybe look into Bancroft or, you know, somewhere close by. Right. And he said, you know, you might want to consider going to my school. Mm. And he's the reason I ended up going and to the school the in California. Spiritual seed. Yes. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. <laughs> exactly. He really is the reason that that all happened. Mm. It's really amazing. So anyway, that following January, I went to school. Wow. And the rest is history. Very nice. Very nice. So you went to massage school, started your own yoga studio. Yep, did yoga training, then did it, opened my yoga studio. Yes. How many years did you own the studio? What kind of practice? Yeah. Um, yoga so, practice you are practicing? Yeah, I trained <clears throat> with um, Yogi Amrit Desai. Yeah. Um, he's known in, from his, by his students as Gurudev, which just means beloved teacher. And you know, funny story there. Yeah. I did yoga with Melissa and yeah, you were my teacher, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, somebody was talking about Gurudev and I, yeah, okay, Gurudev. And then somebody came up with Amrit Desai. Amrit yeah. Desai. And I was so confused because I thought they were two different <laughs> people. <laughs> and years later, I'm like, oh, oh it's yeah, the it's the same person. That's the same So, yes. So, oh my God. Yeah, so um, I'm a student of Yogi Amrit Desai and um, he uh, is a 88-year-old man from India, from Gujarat in, in India. Mm-hmm. And he came to the United States in the 60s to bring yoga here. And so I started training with him. And so my former business partner and I worked at another yoga studio together. And that yoga studio was going through a major transition. Mm-hmm. And we ended up deciding to pick up all those pieces and mm-hmm. continue on. Mm-hmm. So we opened uh, Santosha Yoga Studio together in 2006. Nice. And we ran it together for about, uh, I stepped away sometime in 2012, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I was in it as a, as a partner and owner um, right till about then, yeah. And a series of events that happened in my life that led me to just need to step away. Yeah. yeah. So she continued on for a long time, and then she sold it to three of our students. Actually, oh which wow, was interesting. Yeah, that's kind of cool. So that was great. And Santosha still um, is it's... in business today. There's no longer a physical space due to COVID. COVID. Yes. Um, but I still teach for Santosha and uh, through Zoom. And my classes are on Saturday mornings at nice. 8.30. She um, also has amazing, when COVID goes away, amazing Wednesday morning classes in the parks. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday mornings, I've been teaching for breathing time yoga, um, actually in person. Since, right. since the weather turned and got cold, I couldn't do yoga in the park anymore. Right. Anyway, I'll digress. So the yoga studio was awesome and beautiful. Loved it. I practiced massage out of the yoga studio for the whole time I was partnered mm-hmm. there. I think that's been a, where I got my first massage. At Santosha, yes, definitely. Yes, it yep, was, yep. yeah. And then I, um, so a client of mine who has become a very dear friend over the years, she ended up buying an incredible building 
in Edgewood and Cranston. And she was so excited about the building. It was just this really cool space with lots of different office spaces. And she came to me and she said, hey, how do you feel about moving into the office? I would love to give you a space. And at the time, I wasn't ready. It right. wasn't the right time. And I just, it just wasn't the right time. So I said, you know what? I'm not ready yet. Mm -hmm. let's, let's put it on the back burner. So then flash forward several years later, I'm totally ready. It's time. And I reach out and I say, listen, I'm ready now. What, do you have a space? She's like, no, I don't have a space. <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. How is this? Okay, there has to be a reason for this. So I just sat with it, stayed where I was. I was like, maybe I should start looking for another space. I don't know what to do. And then about a month later, she, she calls me or emails me. I don't remember. And she said, you know, I've been thinking. She's like, I think I want to look for a space closer to where I live for myself, because she's a therapist, mm -hmm. move out of the space and have you move into my space. And she says, additionally, I'd love for you to be my property manager and I'll pay you to do that. Huh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> so I move into this awesome space. I've got a private office, two rooms, private bathroom. It's beautiful. It is. Very comfortable, very cozy. Um, and she continued to own the building for a couple of years. Yep. And I was property manager and that nice. was wonderful. And then she needed to sell it. Mm -hmm. And um, she gave me first right of refusal. And unfortunately, I wasn't prepared to purchase it. Mm -hmm. But one of our tenants, she bought it oh, because she didn't so want. Yeah, yeah, so it stayed in our little family. I so, like it. so she now owns it. And uh, shout out to Lynn. Thanks for continuing <laughs> to run the building. You're doing a great job. So I have a great office, completely private. Mm -hmm. And um, so with that, COVID has been um, an incredible challenge. Right. So I stopped practicing St. Patrick's Day. Right, right. right. I, back in March. Back in March, March yeah. Yes. I just, I had a feeling, like I went into work one day and I'm like, oh, something is, I just, I need to stop working. Like, right. I don't know what's happening. Mm -hmm. I don't know if, if this is safe. I don't, I didn't know enough and right. I didn't want to continue to practice. Mm -hmm. So that day was my last day, canceled all the rest of the week. And then I didn't go back to work for three months, um, almost to the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the, well, the government shut down our, my profession sometime after I already was done. Making changes. You already made changes. So I was, she's so intuitive. She's just like, <laughs> wait a minute, something is up, you know, let's, <laughs> let's just go ahead and do it and then deal with the rest afterwards. Oh my God. Yeah. I was like, I just can't, this is, this doesn't feel right. Right. So then the government reopened my profession on June 1st. Okay. And so I was, I was pretty much ready by then, but I said, you know what? I'm going to give it another two weeks just to be sure. sure. So I reopened on the 15th of January. June. And, June. Oh, June. Excuse me. Sorry. June. It's okay. Yes. June. I'm like, Definitely not January. So going backwards? <laughs> Yeah. I think I'm just in a hurry to be over with 2020. I don't even know. I know. Anywho, so I digress. But the um, reopening, I had to, of course, incorporate many protocols to keep right. my clients and myself safe. Mm -hmm. So going back to the fact that I have a private office. So much of what makes coming into a business during COVID unsafe is the amount of people oh, that you're encountering, yes. right? Yep. So when you come and see me, 
it's me and you. Right. Nobody else. You don't even see anybody leaving me. most of the time. Occasionally I get chatting with a client and there's a little right. overlap, oh, yeah. but, but uh, it's still not. I try enough. to avoid it at right, all costs. Right. So most of the time there's ample time right. between with no problem. I have extensive cleaning things that I have to do. I'm sure everybody is exhausted with even this discussion. <laughs> But I think it's important for people to understand. A lot of clients came back right away. Right. Some were hesitant. Mm -hmm. Some are still not coming back. Yeah. Um, some are still deciding not to come back because they have extensive health concerns, mm -hmm. which is valid and I 100% understand. Yes. And some are just afraid. Right. So I want to put out there that the rate of infection with COVID and the propensity to contract COVID mm -hmm. has to do with viral load. Right. So how much of the virus have you been exposed to, to in a certain period of time, right? You can get infected. Yes. yes, exactly. So a very brief interaction with someone, even without masks, unless they have coughed or sneezed directly into your face, right. the chances of actual Contraction exactly. is really not very high. Right. It is possible, Absolutely. but it is not that very high. Right. Now, I, of course, I'm going to preface all of this by saying I am not a doctor, I am not a virologist, but I did extensively do, do my research. Right. I studied, I read a lot of medical journals, I listened to a lot of medical experts. So I'm really well versed in this topic at this mm -hmm. point. So, because of that, I know that when my client comes into my office wearing their mask and I'm wearing my mask, I also have a medical grade air purifier in my office that is running constantly. Right. The client comes in, during their session, they're wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. The only time I tell a client they can take their mask off is when their face is face down in the face cradle. Part of that is because when they're face down in the face cradle, the mask suffocates them. Right. So it's pretty horrible. You don't want to have a corpse on the table. No, so. I don't want anybody <laughs> suffering, you know, right. to breathe right. while I'm digging my elbows into their back. Absolutely. So, and also because their face is down, any breath that comes out or droplets that come out go, are already on their way to the floor by right. that point, right? So unless they're coughing or sneezing, then of course they're going to cover their mouth and whatever, mm. we'll deal with that. But I wear my mask through the entire session. Right. And so it's actually a really safe environment. Yes. If you go to the grocery store, it's way more. It's probably more likely that you're going to have right. exposure than coming to see me. Absolutely. That's just a fact. Mm -hmm. So, and definitely going to a restaurant. Restaurants right. are definitely more, more. Um, you know, scary. And there are right. people who are doing none of these things. And God right. bless you. Do what you got to do. I honor that. Right. But just know that if you're coming to a massage therapist, specifically me, because I don't know what anyone else is doing. Right. I know that you're safe. And, and I can attend to that. Yeah. I had two sessions since COVID happened. I think it was right after you opened up again. And I felt absolutely safe. There was no issues. Yeah, I didn't feel like, you. no, what is she doing? Not yeah. at all. And then I came back a couple weeks later and had another session and it was again absolutely on point with everything so, yeah and i never you. felt unsafe or any kind of unclean or anything like that mm. not not at all so thank you yes i also have been getting tested weekly nice um because the department of health prioritized people in close personal uh, professions to get tested right. even if they're asymptomatic 
So I've had no contact with anyone known, known contact with anyone who has COVID, COVID. and I have been continually getting tested. Nice. And of course, all my tests have been negative. Right. So um, <laughs> we wouldn't be sitting here if it right. were different. <laughs> and I have, of course, a strict policy regarding um, COVID too with clients. So. Um, recently, several of my clients came into, they all work at Twin Oaks restaurant yes. and Twin Oaks That's just had to be shut down because right. they had a, an outbreak within the restaurant. Well, five of my clients work at Twin Oaks. Oh. None of them have been to see me in the window of infection time. So okay. none of them, I saw the last time I saw one of them was prior. Right. So I haven't seen any during this time. But two of them were scheduled, one today actually, okay. and one um, next week. And I said, if you haven't had two negative tests, I can't okay. see you. Right. You have to cover your own. I'm sorry. Right. I mean, Absolutely. I love you dearly and I want to see you. Yes. I certainly could use the income. Right. But I cannot risk no. the integrity of my business, of my health. No. I just can't Everything. take that risk. Yes. And then potential future, you know, issues totally. too. Uh, you don't want to go down, no. Better be yeah. safe than sorry and just do what you have to do. It's it's a pain in the, you know what? It is. It's horrible. But I feel like it's amazing how we all adapted. Yeah. How quick we adapted to, to changing things around and yeah. just learning yeah. to, you know, work with it, not against it. Yeah. And not, You've got to lean into it. Right. Uh, flexibility and learning to kind of like get new ideas how to regroup your business so it's gonna be able to survive at this moment totally so, so yeah speaking of that so a dear friend of mine who's been a friend of mine for almost 20 years now she's a therapist she came up with this great idea and she said you have this wealth of knowledge right. she's like perhaps you should offer private virtual sessions with people and I was like that's a great idea because I I thought I'm like I'm a massage therapist how the heck can, can I you... do that over virtual just like you can teach self-massage techniques you could teach the kind of exercises and stretches that you teach your clients when they right. have an issue you could teach meditation techniques breathing techniques yoga whatever right. but you could offer this to somebody if they're wanting to stay home. So there you go. I went ahead and I added that as a service. Nice. And um, so for an hour session, you can sign up for a virtual, totally customized session where I can guide you to deal with, whether it's stress, aches and pains. If you've got pain because you're sitting all the time now, right, right. guess what? I've got a myriad of techniques that I can help you nice. um, and make you feel better. And all I have to do is guide you through it. Right. So, I mean, obviously I can't touch you, but hey, you know, and we can, right. I can help you massage yourself. I'm just thinking maybe even like a partner's massage where you yes. have your, you know, your partner or your person totally. you work with and show how to do it in a absolutely and i've done that i've taught couples massage workshops nice. so i did one over zoom earlier in covid yeah and i plan to do another one but that would be more of like a class right i mean i can do it one-on-one -on -one, which is actually an option so if a person signed up for a virtual session and that's what they wanted right. i'm i'm totally done with that that's, that's fine cool. i would just need to know so that my partner could be with me right and we could do that so that's absolutely an option but I don't know. I mean, people ask me what kind of massage I do. Right, right. You know, I, people ask me that all the time. And my, the answer is I'm an intuitive therapeutic massage 
very yes. intuitive. <laughs> you keep saying that. <laughs> well, it's the truth. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Um, I truly love what I do, and I am fascinated by the human body. And it body. shows Aww. when she does it. Thank you. I think every time. Um, I'm you. a very picky customer. I, I don't go to massage therapy at all. And yeah. it took me a while to really just go for it, mm. even with you. And we know, I don't even know how many years we know each other now. Many oh my gosh. Uh, ten, at least 10, ten? Ten, 12, 12, 12 about years. 12. Holy. Yeah. 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 Cause so, I, I started, I met you before I separated from my husband. All right. So yeah, 12 years and it took me there a little while before mm. I would actually come in. It because, was several years before yeah, you came in. Because I'm a very like, I don't like to be touched and uh, <laughs> it has to be the right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm well, just. Of course, the energy has to be right. If you've been listening to Sylvia's podcast, right. you know, like she's very picky about the vibe. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if that person isn't in a good space, so it's just not the par with the energy, it's yeah. going to affect me. Right. And that wouldn't be good, no. you know? And it took me a while to get there, like to just say, you know what, I'm going to trust you. Although I knew you, but I'm going to trust you and I'm, we're going to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, and I went and I was like, I need to go back. <laughs> I think I gave my husband a gift certificate. Yeah. <laughs> because of it. Yeah. He, he went a couple times. Yeah, he's been and to then, see me a few times. Yeah, and I think I I even a shared daughter. it with my daughters. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not. I think it was just the youngest one. But yeah, and I I love how we just our energy exchange during the massage. It's just beautiful. Like Thank it's you. it feels right. It's not uncomfortable mm. i think anytime you're in each other's face it just flows but yeah. i think for me it's very important um to be in that setting where i'm already like a little bit uptight and you know mm-hmm. you know yeah <laughs> to have somebody that's that can lead me and i feel comfortable and i can trust and yeah, that's definitely melissa oh definitely hands thank down you. What kind of, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. What kind of customers do you attract? Like, do you have a certain customer base? That's an excellent question. The clients that I vibe with the most, Mm -hmm. the clients that are like feeding to my soul, to my practice, are the clients that are willing to do their own work. Absolutely. If the clients come in to me wanting me to fix them, it's already like it's already an issue. Yes. Now don't get me wrong. I love massaging and I love helping people. But helping people who want to help themselves and who are invested in their own health um, well being. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Like thank you. Thank you. I think I I have the same. I I love it. In my in my work, absolutely. When you have somebody, you can give them tools and ideas, and they're like super excited yes. and they want to try putting it into action. That's like gratitude. Like I feel so happy to serve people Same. like that. Yeah. Same. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like oh, I did something. It's deeply fulfilling. Absolutely. And my favorite, <laughs> my favorite is I just recently had a client come in. She had this thing going on in her hip or I think, I can't remember now. And I said, she was telling me about her symptoms. And actually the way it works is a client comes in and I say, what's going on in your body? Right. And I give the client an opportunity to share with me whatever it is that's happening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it ends up being there's a whole lot of emotional stuff going on. Sometimes right. it's a physical thing. So she tells me she's got this thing going on in her hip or whatever. I just listened to her, heard her out. And, and I said, all right, we can fix that. 
And she came the next session. So we worked through it. We did a whole lot of stuff. It was quite a lovely session. And then the next time she came, she walked in and she goes, you know, last time I was here, I had that thing in the hip. And she said, and you at the end of our discussion said, I, we can fix that. She said, I want to admit, I didn't believe you. Right. I did not believe you, but you did. So <laughs> I'm just saying like, like whatever you did, it worked, right. you know? So I'm not successful 100% of the time, but I feel like if a client is motivated to do their own work, if they're motivated to let me help them, like really let me help them, open up, communicate with me, breathe, stay relaxed and in the moment, we can go really far. Yeah, really far and super deep, absolutely. Now, do you incorporate your Reiki into your work or do you feel like that's not even... When I'm doing a a massage, I'm working on the soft tissues, Mm -hmm. I'm working on the physical, not so much the energetic. But that's not to say I'm not aware of the energetic because I am. Right, right. There have been... so intuitive. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to repeat that. That's the theme for this podcast. Um, no, because there have been many times that I've been in the midst of a, of a massage, working with somebody, even people who I have never felt drawn to right. do energy work with, or even people we've never even discussed it, right. where I have been so guided and so drawn right. to do Dude. specific energy work on them. Yep. And every time it's it like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, had a, I have a lovely regular client. I see both him and his wife. He's beautiful, beautiful human, and um, his massages are always so fulfilling for both of us. It's just right. this really great experience. And at the end of one of his sessions, I, I just, I said, you know, I think I'm just going to do a little energy work with you right now. And afterwards, he came out of the room. He's like, I am a different person. Wow. I, I don't know, whatever just happened mm-hmm. just in there, it was as if you took everything that we did on, in my physical body and we just aligned it and integrated it and I feel elevated and clear yeah. and grounded and I was like, wow, yeah. Yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. And that's the thing, like I don't do that all the time, right? but I was deeply guided the, to, to do, do that. It. Yes. And that's where yeah, that happened. I think also as a good massage therapist, not that I know, but I would say for myself, what I look in a massage therapist is someone that can feel what I need at that mm-hmm. moment intuitively and not just goes in book smart and just yeah. does what they need to do. That's an excellent point. You know, like I, I had a massage therapist that I traded with for years. Love her. She's right. amazing. She's yeah. a clinically fantastic, fantastic. massage yes. therapist. She is so skilled. Right. But she does not deal with energy. Mm-hmm. She does not deal with intuition. Right. She she's a beautiful, lovely mm-hmm. human. I adore her. Right. But there's something not there was something not there for me. Right. I would leave the, the session feeling incomplete. Right. Something was yes. missing. Yes. And it just happened every time. And I, I would feel physically great. But, but on a spiritual, on a spiritual energy level. Ener- yeah. Yes disconnected not quite aligned yes there was something missing but i'm wondering like because you're doing it both intuitively but also what you what you know by knowledge right and i'm wondering if she might be perfect for those that simply like on that straightforward straightforward i just need to get it fixed i don't care where it comes Mm -hmm. from just get it done kind of energy where you come in and see 
the whole, yes. everything. Yeah. Yeah. So more on a holistic level, although you don't call yourself a holistic massage. I do. I do. You do? do. Sorry. Did not know that. <laughs> My tagline is holistic bodywork for intentional living. Yeah. My business's name is Abiding Wellness. Wellness, yes. Um, my spiritual name, as Sylvia mentioned at the beginning, is Nitya. Right. Uh, it's Sanskrit, meaning eternal. And that name was given to me by Yogi Amrajasai. So when I was naming my business, I wanted to name my business something that honored my spiritual name and also the path that I was on right. um, as a massage therapist, as a yoga instructor. Right as an intuitive, right. um, you know, I'm also a mom, you know, I wanted to really honor that. And I've always loved in uh, yoga speak, you hear abide in your own true nature. Right. That's in a lot of the ancient texts, yep. uh, translations. So I started Googling uh, synonyms for eternal yeah. and the word abide I came up love it. and I said, you know what, that's perfect. So I chose Abiding Wellness for that reason. So it's www.abidingwellness.com? Correct. I love it. Melissa is located in Cranston, yeah, Rhode right Island. On, right on Broad, Broad Street, Street in Edgewood. Yeah, it's a beautiful yeah. area. I love going down Little there. neighborhood, yeah. super cute. The building I'm in looks kind of like a house. Yes, very um, personal. It's really like sweet. It. My, my office is in the lower level and yeah. You know, so obviously if, if you have difficulty with stairs, that That's does create an issue because yes. you do have to go downstairs to get to me. Now, um, now do you do home visits? Do you, you know, as a rule, generally, no. Especially not a COVID. Well, COVID, yeah, right? I actually, so the gentleman I was just speaking about a moment ago, his wife mm -hmm. is, is elderly mm -hmm. and she is unable to leave the house at this point. Okay. So pre-COVID, I was going to their home oh. to massage her. Yeah. They live not far from Your office. Um, my office, so it was very easy for me to do. And I just decided I have extra massage tables. So I left a table at their home. Oh, nice. And actually, it was about a couple months ago, um, they decided to start having me come back. Nice. So I've been going back to them. I yeah. walk into their home. It's just me and her. Right. And I have my mask on. She has her mask on. Right. Do the whole session. Yep. And, you know, she's, she's elderly and she really needs, needs it, it, you know? Yes. So I've done some home visits. Um, it's a pain for me um, for a multitude of reasons. I have to block out travel time to and from. If there's not already a table available in the space, you have to I have to bring one. Yes, and that's heavy. a whole thing. Right. <laughs> and I just, it's just <laughs> not Nuts. my vibe. I don't know. Like I did no. a little bit of that early on in my career, but... I don't know. I'm all set <laughs> with that nonsense yep, now. Absolutely. So I'm very selective about that. And um, you should be. I mean, yeah. you know, I think you're long enough in business to say, mm, that works, that doesn't work. Just and, not working for me. And really being on also on an intuitive level where, where you feel like it's absolutely okay and where you feel like, no, not at this moment. Mm -hmm. I can't give you that at this time. I like that. Being true to yourself and it's honoring important. what you need at yeah. that moment too. I like that. Not just doing it for money, you know. <laughs> Yeah, right? Well, right now, anything would be great. But right, right. Because, of course, with COVID, my business was definitely severely impacted. For the majority of this time since I came back on June 15th, um, I've been at about 30% of my normal client base, which mm -hmm. has been really hard right. financially. Yes. But, you know, many it's just it's continuing to grow. Yeah, right. I've actually gotten a lot of new clients, which is kind of cool. Cool. I'm very yeah. excited about that. 
shout out to all my new peeps. <laughs> Good to have you. So yeah, it's been really fun, I guess. Right. I mean, I'm still, I'm 18 years into it. Right. I'm still loving it. Loving it, yeah. And I can tell you're loving it. <laughs> like, but so. I actually, because a massage therapist's lifespan for their career right. is, is usually five to 10 years. Didn't you have some issues though? Yes, yes. Like, so unfortunately, because massage therapy is so physical, I've developed a lot of arthritis in oh, my wow. hands, yep. my wrists, um, even in my elbows. And it's managed, it's manageable. Right. I, I have many techniques and skills on how to deal with that for mm-hmm. myself. I have an amazing partner that massages my hands on regularly, which nice. is amazing. He makes it his mission to make sure that I can continue Unity. to do my work. I love that. And I love him for that. So thank you, love. But yeah, so um, it definitely creates a lot of aches and pains, joint pain. Um, so I have known going into massage that I would not be doing this forever. Right. Um, and I've got a good 20 years left plus of uh, working before I'm ready to not be working anymore. Right, right. So I cannot do massage for another right. 20 years. That will not Do happen. you have anything in mind? I do. Yeah. Funny you should ask. <laughs> I, I have always wanted to be in a helping profession. Right. Um, that's why I went to school for psychology originally. Right. Ended up leaving that, whatever. So I've been massaging and yoga. It's all been great. But I want to take it to the next level. So mm-hmm. my plan now is to go back to school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to school in January. Nice. Um, hopefully. <laughs> the colleges you still will. exist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can tell me if that's going to happen. No, I'm kidding. But the, um, actually, you should tell me that by, if yes, it's going to happen. Yes. <laughs> you can chat after. We'll chat later. No, so I'm going to go to school in January. And um, I'm going to get my bachelor's. Uh, so that I can go to school to be a DO, which is a doctor of osteopathic medicine. Ooh. That is my plan. That is my next career. I would so, love- I know, right? Don't you get goosebumps? It's so exciting. <laughs> so an osteopathic doctor, doctor of osteopathic medicine, is a holistic doctor. Mm-hmm. Cred- accredited very similarly to an MD. Yeah. I have to take the MCAT. I still have to go to medical school. Yeah. I still have to do a residency. It's a whole thing. But the focus is holistic right. and has a completely different perspective than the traditional allopathy of right. MD or even a physician's assistant or even a nurse practitioner. Oh, wow. So it's just very different. Mm-hmm. And additionally, a DO learns how to adjust and manipulate joints and bones. Oh, so it's basically, basically taking everything I've been doing for the last almost 20 years, one thing, taking it into this whole other thing and then elevating it to another level so i feel thrilled beyond compare that i've discovered that this is where i want to go right so if all goes the way that i pray it will um by the time i'm in my mid 50s which is about (laughs) 10 years from now i will be practicing as a do oh wow and my plan is to have a family practice yeah and continue to help people like i do now Absolutely. Yeah. and the beautiful thing is i'll still be able to do massage therapy right. if i want to i can right. incorporate that into Absolutely. healing um for my clients so that's beautiful i'm really excited I, oh god this is awesome i know right this is I love it. You know what's so funny is that the idea of medical school had always felt impossible for me, right? Mm -hmm. But over the years, 
I've had many clients and friends and friends who are highly intuitive like yourself who have said to me, you have this unique ability to retain information about the body. You have this medical knowledge. It's right. just part of you. You're doing research already. Constantly. COVID research and oh everything else. I'm always doing research, right? right? So, but I also have done intuitive sessions where I've had medical um, diagnoses come up for me right. just intuitively. Right. We were running um, a Reiki healing clinic at the yoga studio years ago and a woman came in it was really cool people would walk in pay a small fee and then we would all get together and do a healing session around this person so there's multiple tables it was beautiful so this woman comes in and i didn't know her i'd never met her before and we would just very briefly the sessions were very short 10-15 minutes very briefly what's going on in your body what do you want to focus on oh you know um uh, I forget what she even said. It wasn't anything important or poignant, right. right? So she lays down, and we all gather around, and we get started. And when you're doing an energy healing session, um, Reiki specifically has more of a, a process that people, many Reiki follow. practitioners follow. Right. I am more broad right. in my approach to energy healing. Like I incorporate my meditation experience and my my yoga experience and my own spiritual right. path experience i bring all of that in mm-hmm. into the healing session so i'm i'm really involved in it and i'm in the midst of this energy healing session with this woman and all of a sudden i get this very strong message mm-hmm. that there's something going on in her throat True. And I'm just internally, my process is when this comes up for me, I start asking, you know, more questions inside, which I know that you do too. Right. You have stuff come up for you. You start asking. Yes. So I start asking these questions inside and I'm just getting guidance that it's something to do with her thyroid. I don't know what's going on. And I just quietly whispered, I said, have you had your thyroid checked? And she looks at me and her eyes got wide and she says, I have thyroid cancer. Mm-hmm. And I was stunned. stunned. I just got goosebumps right. just now because yeah. I remember so clearly really. this feeling of like, how did I, I know, know that? that. Yes. Yeah. So that has happened to me mm-hmm. over the course of my career for, for so, so long. Now, if you're with a, cu- a client, right, and you're doing a massage and you're doing your thing and you get information in that moment, do you share it with the customer? Do you feel That's like an excellent question. Do you feel like you want to hold off? How do you work with it? Like, that is a really good question. So it's really client dependent. So what I often, if a client is more open, in tune, has aware, aware mm-hmm. sometimes I'll just come out with it. Sometimes we already have that okay. rapport and it's safe and I don't feel uncomfortable mentioning it. Right. But if something comes up and, and I'm not sure with the client, I sometimes will just keep it to myself. Sometimes I'll find another way. way to bring it up. Yep. I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. Would you say most of the time the message gets delivered in one way or another? I would say that, yeah. I would definitely say that because, you know, I'm able to get it across somehow. Right. And if, you know, there have been multiple times that I've had intuitive hits that have come up that I've been... 100% accurate about and 
So over the years, I'm sure you recognize this in yourself too. I don't want to speak for you, but yeah. you know, the more often you have these confirmations, the more the more you trust, trust. this yes. intuition, yes. right? You're you're listening, you're trusting, you're, yes. you're not questioning it, you're trying to, you know, be aware of it and not overanalyzing it either. At that moment. yeah, just kind of. I had another funny experience with a client. I haven't seen her in a while. I, I hope she's well. She had recently gotten married. And she came in for an appointment, and mm-hmm. we had always had this great rapport. She's such a sweet, sweet girl, and she's a nurse. Mm-hmm. And she walks in, and she's like, oh, hi, how you doing? Oh, it's so good to see you, la, 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 whatever. And I'm looking at her, and she's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't you love that? Yeah. And they try to tell you and, they're and good. And, <laughs> and then I don't remember exactly how it got brought up, but she was expecting. I know. I knew it. <laughs> she was expecting. I know you did. Of course you did. I'm like, yep. And it was it. like she had just found out like yes. a day or two before. And she's like, oh. She started <laughs> laughing. She's like, I, I knew you were going to know. No. I knew it. She's like, I just knew it. She's like, I wasn't even going to tell you. Yes. She's like, of course I would have eventually told you. She's mm-hmm. like, but I just, oh. She's like, oh, how do you? I'm like, I don't know. I just know. You That's know. how my husband feels sometimes. <laughs> Anytime he wants to try to surprise me, it just doesn't work. Oh, yeah, when I yeah. listen to your podcast, that was <laughs> it doesn't so work. Cute. The one thing that worked was Ganesh, but other than that, no. And it's beautiful, by the way. Thank you. You're Ganesh. Thank you. I had similar a similar experience right. with um so my sister about ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. Before it was Mother's Day ten years ago and Two weeks before, I was going upstairs to bed, and for whatever reason, I saw this baby sitting on my husband. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thought was, um, who are you, and why are you sitting on my husband's belly? And it looked about two years old, um, oh the soul of a two-year-old was sitting there, and I'm like, did my husband have an affair with someone? <laughs> That was my first, you know, or like, did he was involved, had a child with someone and he forgot to tell me, like, you know, like 10 years into my marriage, like, hey, so I'm like, what is going on? Why do I see this child with him? And the whole time I got the message, um, you need to connect with your sister. But me and my sister were very, very close and she's back in Switzerland and it was just not, wasn't something that was on my mind. And I'm like, what? And then I got look very closely at this child and I'm thinking, well, it looks like my sister. <laughs> like, oh my I'm goodness, like, how but I didn't really like, you know, and I'm like, this is weird. And I don't really want to talk to my sister. I don't know. And it would not like, it would not go away. And just hovering over my husband's belly and he was sleeping. He was out cold. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to deal with it the next morning. I'm not going to think about it. So I went the next day, went downstairs and had breakfast. And I said to my husband, did you have a child with somebody else? <laughs> And he's like, no, what is this about? And I'm like, well, so I explained what happened the night before. And he goes, no, that's not me. I'm honestly, I have nobody in my life like that. You know, so I'm like, okay. So about two weeks later, my sister calls me up for Mother's Day. It's kind of weird, first of all, that she calls me up. And then I picked up and she's like, hi, happy Mother's Day. And I don't know where I came from. I'm like, you too. And she didn't have any children yet. And she goes, how do you know? I'm oh like, my goodness. oh, so that's your child then. And she's like, what are you talking about? Oh, I'm like, wow. um, so you're going to have a boy. 
And she's like, I'm not going to have a boy. I want a girl. And I'm like, well, it's not like you can choose. You can choose. <laughs> and she was so beside herself. She's like, no, I don't know. Sure enough, four months later, she calls me up again. Guess what? I just found out I'm going to have a boy. I'm like, wow. So my nephew was with me two weeks before she even knew she was pregnant. She took that test that morning. Oh my goodness. That morning, Mother's Day. Yeah. 2010. Yes. I was like, yeah. And I'm super connected to him, although he, he lives in Switzerland. and Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so, that is so fun. Kind of cool, huh? Yeah. Like, when it has to happen, it has to happen. Right? You just kind of pick it up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I can't plan for what it is that I feel. Right. So, even when I do, like, an energy healing session with a client, I always preface it by saying, you know, we'll go into our session, and at times, I'm given information uh, that I may or may not share with you. Um, if anything I say, just like in your reading, right, if right. anything I say doesn't resonate with you, let it just go. let it go. It's not a problem. You right. don't have to answer me. Um, but sometimes if it does resonate with you right. and you're able to share with me a detail or something, or even just a, a firm confirmation, con confirm, I think that's so then important. it opens up the energy and I get more information. Right. I like that. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah. a good explanation. As soon as you have the customer or client confirms it's just so much easier. Oh my to gosh, it's really it. powerful. Yes. Yeah, I yes. just had a really beautiful energy healing session with a client uh, last a week or two ago. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it was just so powerful. And I hadn't seen her in many years. Yeah. And the last two times I had seen her were for energy healing sessions. And she said that the first few sessions that she had, she um, had such a profound experience that it actually changed the trajectory of her life. And I was like, wow, I had wow. no idea, you right. know? So she ended up going on this kind of spiritual path herself, it. and it was so awesome. Doesn't it feel good when you see, like, you know, you don't even have a clue what you give no, at that moment. No You're idea. just doing your job, because that's what you need to do. Right. And then weeks later, or like months later, years later, they come in like, because of you, I had this amazing different outcome or right. journey and it's like, oh my God, it yeah. touched my heart. Like, it's so beautiful. Yes. And what my teacher shared way back when I did my massage therapy training, he said, understand that you are not the healer. No, you're you just are the, the facilitator yes. of healing. So when I hear these stories, I'm so grateful that I was able to be a part of that process right. for them. But I know it's not me doing no, it. No. I know Same it's not here. me. You know, the moment a healer takes ownership of that, you know, they're negating the the reality that this is a universal energy. It's a it's an energy beyond anything tangible here on this planet right. or beyond. It's something we don't know anything about. Right. And if you claim that as your own, no. that's all ego. That has nothing to do with. And in this line of work or any kind of where you connect to spirit, to the source, I would say the more ego you have, the less it's going to be absolutely um, sincere, truthful and authentic. Yeah. The more you can just let that ego go and just totally let that guide you versus mm -hmm. you trying to be in control of it that's when it gets beautiful and intense and that's when the healing begins oh my goodness for yourself but also for your customer yes. for your client yeah. yeah and sometimes you know energy healing sessions are just beautiful and peaceful and meditative yeah. and quiet and sometimes they're like this experience which was just so profound right and, um you know and when someone comes in for a massage if they've got an injury 
well, we're going to address that injury. Right. If we've got you know healing from a surgery or stress or whatever, I am more than happy to rehab people through whatever they're going through. Right. You did that with me. I, I had, did. I did. Uh, and I had ankle surgery, and I'm an avid runner. And I mean, I would I would say between you and the product you gave me yeah. to massage my into your foot, yeah, into my foot. I was back way ahead of oh, time. Oh, you were so fast. My Your healing was amazing. My doctor was like, what did you do? <laughs> I'm like, mm. I had really good support. Oh, yeah, you did. So, so yeah, the so, product she's talking about is a CBD uh, ointment right, that I gave right. her. So I sell uh, wholesale for a couple of different CBD companies. Yep. And I am a huge proponent of CBD and its benefits, um, both taken orally and used topically. Right. Um, I think it's just an incredible product. In fact, it's what it has allowed me to keep massaging. Sashing, yes. I, I take it every day for my right. arthritis for my hands. I never used the CBD product before my mm. surgery. And then you gave me a sample, I believe. Yes. And I was like... This is like amazing. Mm -hmm. Like the bruising went down, yeah. like the pain was gone. It was very like super quick. Within that week, I had like super relief. Yes. Um, very powerful. Yeah, very powerful. The power of cannabis as a as a medicine is just extraordinary. Right. Both CBD and THC. Right. Um, people are more fearful of THC because it's been demonized over the years, but. You know, I have a medical cannabis card, so I use THC for medicine too. Nice. Um, I use it enough to provide me pain relief, um, which is, it's been Perfect. incredible for yes. me. I can use it topically and I can use it as a, um, an oral. I use usually a tincture yep. um, typically is what I take. Nice. That deeply helps me. I mean, right. it helps in many ways. Absolutely. I yeah. would say, you know, and we have to listen to our own body, our yeah. own energy. Yeah. Like, I know I don't do well on... Western medicine. So if you can get a different, a different way, yeah, where it's a little medicine. bit more, yeah, and where it's a little bit more adjusted to your energy, and it's not going to have a, yeah. a huge effect on your overall energy. Exactly. Why not? You know. Yeah, and I, it took me a while to figure out my dosing because right. if I'm going to take it, I don't want to be high. No, that's no. horrible. Um, I certainly don't want to be high while I'm working. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> right. That's just no. not okay. No. Um, but I figured out what I can take and have it be not no. a problem for me. Right. Like I'm in no way impaired. Um, it's just enough to enhance the effect of the CBD. Right. Um, and provide further pain relief. So it's really great. And they're very happy for the CBD that it does that for you so you can yeah. stay in business. Thank because you. Because they need you. Thank you. Because know? you. it's going to be a little bit before I'm done with my bachelor program. Right. Before I can step away right. from massage therapy. Right. But um, yeah. No, and anything I, that helps to, you know, just elevate and get totally. you where you need to go. Oh, yeah. Support that. And the other thing about my clients, the kind of clients that I attract is, or that I want to attract, is... Um, Clients that understand that regularity with their treatment is better than sporadic, once a year, twice a year kind of thing. Yep. You're, you're fine. <laughs> I know I only see you a couple times a year, but it's okay. You do your like, work. Oh, <laughs> yes, no, I you're do. fine. I do. Because but. like, here's a perfect story. So I have this client who I absolutely love. She works um, in a very, very busy, busy, busy 
I don't want to give away where she works, but she works in Providence and she is in charge of these incredible projects that come on and she's got to dedicate months of her energy and time into these projects and it usually just completely saps her of all of her energy and she ends up sick and all of this nonsense. So years ago now, she had come to me a couple of times. She had been kind of sporadic, not any consistency. And I invited her to try coming in on a regular basis. I just, I gave her the opportunity to explore it. So Mm -hmm. she said, well, let me see this. I have a project coming up. I want to see if I come and see you regularly during the course of this project, what will happen on the other side of it when I'm at the end, when I'm usually dead, I'm exhausted, I'm sick, I feel horrible, what's going to happen? So she, at the beginning of the project, she scheduled an hour session. Then she scheduled a bunch of half-hour sessions, <laughs> and then another hour, and then a couple more half-hours, and another hour. And she decided at the beginning of the project, she's like, I will not cancel or reschedule these appointments. I'm going to come um, no matter what. Yes. I'm going to commit. It's a half-hour. I can totally do it. So she did. Project ends. It's like three months later. She comes in, and she's like, I have to tell you, I am a committed regular client from now on she says i feel not only not exhausted not sick but i feel amazing yeah she's like i got through this project i i was doing just anything in life she's like i swear that coming to you regularly kept me whole absolutely i know for a fact on from an energy level by going getting massages your chakras get aligned yes every single time this is one way to align your energy. Yes. So if you can't, if you don't want to go into, you know, a chakra balancing because you have a hard time concentrating, staying in a meditation, or I don't know, you don't want to run because running would do the same thing again. It would uh, align your energy centers, your chakras again, and you enjoy that pampering and mm-hmm. somebody that's really good and knows your, your energy level. That's one way of yes. recharging and getting everything aligned. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I agree. That would make complete sense mm-hmm. on, on an energy level. Yeah. My favorite thing is I have clients that come every month, regardless yep. of what's going on. They're always here every month in my office. And my favorite thing is when a client that comes in regularly comes in and says, when I ask them what's going on in your body and they just look at me and they go, nothing at all. I'm just happy to be here. Yep. And I'm like, yes, that's yes. exactly. Because there's less pressure on you to figure it out and like to put more energy into a certain part of the body. You're just doing your job. I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. Like, I'm a problem solver. I love right. to fix issues, no. like bring right. it on. But by the same token, it's also it, nice to just relax and just go yes. in because you can. Just enjoy the session, you know. Energy exchange and just, they want to be in your energy at that time. Yeah, and it's just awesome and I love it. And I mean, I've developed beautiful connections with my clients over the years, as I know you have with yours, hence the reason I'm here. Right. (laughs) So I started coming to Sylvia years Years ago. ago. I can't even remember who introduced us. I have no idea. I don't remember. Me either. I have no idea. But it was at least 12 years ago. At least 12 years ago. It might have even been longer. And so at the time, I was in the yoga studio, running the yoga studio, doing massage therapy. My daughter was little. Um, She's 13 now. Um, So, And I was already starting to have difficulty in my marriage at that time. Things Mm -hmm. were getting a little weird. 
and your yeah you know it's just getting a little it was starting to get weird and i'm like i don't know i don't know what i should do here right but anyway over the course of the last 12 years i've come to you for sessions during transition periods in my life and a hundred percent of the time i have walked away with clarity insight and the ability to take the next step Thank and you. like you thank you no, because <laughs> because every time i have i have seen something or affirmed something, something that i was like wow i knew that but wow i now now i really know that right. or i understand that more deeply um, and also your ability to provide another person's perspective right like in relationship, for example, yes. I've been yes. through several relationship situations with you yep. um, as my guide and helper. And each time you've been able to help me understand what's going on with that other person, person. so that I can then navigate my own process and my right. own healing. Yep. And I can maybe be more accepting of them, like maybe be more forgiving of them, maybe more open, right. whatever it is. Or letting it not get too personal. Right, not right. taking it personally personal. because they're in their own thing, in their right. own space. Yes. But over the years, you've just affirmed for me so much right. about my own inner knowing. And that has been huge Aww. for me. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. I love reading you. Oh. I think, I, again, I think our energy exchange, it's easy. You let yeah. me do what I need to do. And when I come to you, I let you do what you need to do. It's, yeah. I think, unconditional trust. We trust each other fully. Yeah. We trust each other on, not just on a friendship level, but on a spiritual level mm-hmm. to really you know, we, we are there for the highest good. And sometimes it's even like, even if you have to be very blunt and very like, you know, direct, this is, yeah. this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> shit together. Um, Which but that's, you've done and that's been awesome. And you did the same. And I've done and, for you. and I love that. I love being transparent mm. and having honest, an honest exchange. I don't want to... You know what just occurred to me though? Mm-hmm. This is really interesting. So you know how over the past 12 years we've kind of flowed in and out of each other's lives? You know what's fascinating is that at the times when I've needed you the most to help me through a major Mm -hmm. process in my life, there's been a prior period where you really haven't been in my life consistently. So you had total Mm -hmm. objectivity regarding Absolutely. my situation yes a hundred percent yeah isn't it fascinating like how we don't the try to control, control. that situation yeah. melissa and i are very interesting in our friendship it comes in it goes out but it's never gone never. it's not disconnected that we are not speaking or we are like upset falling out or, or none nothing of that. it's simply we i think we are so free on an energy level yeah. we don't like to like no, I know you, and you have to be in touch with me now. It I'm just occurred it. to me, like right. every time I've had a major thing happen right. in my life, yeah, you weren't really in part your, of my no. life before that. No. Like I would see you on Facebook, Facebook. I'd see you maybe in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. but we're not interacting on yeah. that. Yeah, so level. you like have no concept no. of what's going on in my None. life. None. And then yet I come in for a reading, and you're like, "Hey, this is going on." I'm like, "Dude." <laughs> Yes. You're so spot on. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. And I love that about our relationship. Me too. Because there's no pressure. No. 
can. There's none. That's crazy. It just occurred to we me. We can go for years, months. We, and we have. We have. We not really interacting at all. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's a, a, a time that we're very, very yeah. strong. But it never changes. I feel no. like it's never like less or more. It's just always what the same at that moment. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yes. I'm so grateful for you. Yes, you so <laughs> grateful. And I remember like when I started doing the podcast and I decided to do bring on some guests. I was like, who do I want on this? Like because it's very important for me. I'm not gonna just put somebody on without any purpose. For me, mm -hmm. everything has to line up. It has to have the right vibe in order to make it happen. So for me, it's quite interesting how I do the the whole process of like how do I sort things out? And you cannot like, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I have to be very aware. She might be absolutely going for it. Or she's going to tell me right then and there. Nope. It's not something I like. And I like that. There's no, again, it's transparency. There's no guessing. It's like, yeah. and I'm very much so aware of that. And I just, I found myself like, you know, you helped me so much throughout the years on various levels. I mean, I think I took my very first yoga class with you. Aww. Yes. I love being someone's first yoga teacher. You I did. I love being someone's first massage therapist too. Yes. I you love did two that. things the first. Uh, you're my first. <laughs> I love it. So Aww. between between the yoga that really got a big part of my life too. Right. I wasn't ready when I started it off with you. I mean, I was in and out of the yoga community and wasn't really de dedicated. And then years later, I committed a little bit more and got certified as a yoga teacher, but you definitely put the seed in me. Yay. And I feel like it's an equal exchange For of sure. what we give each other. And it's, always unconditional there's never like a need of if you give me this i need this from you <laughs> we have this it just flows it's been so good so it just if, flows. for those of you listening if you've never had a reading with sylvia oh. i mean i i can't say enough I, my favorite things are when we talk about something in the reading and i'm thinking to myself what is this where is she going with this <laughs> and then it'll be like a year later and i'm gonna go Oh, that was that thing she was telling. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. And it'll be like word for word what I see or what I'm experiencing. I'm like, oh my God. Like this was a year ago that I talked to her about this and here's this thing now. Right. It's crazy. Right. I love how, I, I don't know. I just, I love our energy exchange in Me general. So I was super excited when you said yes to this podcast. And I'm super, <laughs> I was like, ooh, this is going to be good. I'm going to help her out. She's going to, you know, come in and just share. I'm so sharing. Happy. I love sharing. You know? This is really great. So if you are interested in making an appointment with Melissa, how can they reach you? Yes. I make use, sure your information is out there. It is. Um, I use an online booking service for a reason. I do not have a secretary or a receptionist, and it's very difficult to get a time to have phone calls and on the phone and blah, blah, blah. Right. So if you need to reach me just to get in touch with me, you want to email me, um, abidingwellnessmassage at gmail.com. Um, my website is abidingwellness.com. 
and I have an online booking service right there on the website. It's so easy to use. It does ask for a credit card, but it's just held. You're right. not charged at the time. Mm -hmm. It's there for um, no-show protection in right. case the client doesn't show. Um, it also allows you to do a contactless payment um, so that all I have to do is charge you through the app and you never even have to hand me a credit card. I like that. Um, so I like that too, especially with COVID. You got to be careful. That's how she is. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that is the intent. And um, yeah, so uh, abidingwellness.com. I have a Facebook page also called Abiding Wellness. Yeah. Um, I post interesting articles and content. The other day I posted uh 10 minute long musing about you know what's going on in the world yes. just sharing it. it was you know it's just it Loved had been it. brewing in there for a little bit so yep. i'm like i gotta tell somebody gotta, this. gotta put it out you there. gotta put it out there yes. so um you know and uh i teach yoga as i mentioned uh for santosha yoga studio um there and uh breathing time yoga and santosha and breathing time both do virtual classes mm -hmm. um and breathing time is doing some in-person classes and you can access that through mind body mm -hmm. online there's an app that you can download or you can use the website and they're all located in cranston no um so santosha does not have a physical space right, right, right. so it's just virtual but they were located mm -hmm. in providence actually oh, okay um originally in cranston and then breathing time is actually on the pawtucket providence line at okay. the end of north main street um close to the hope artiste village okay it's gorgeous space we can only have eight students maximum in person excuse me, with masks the whole time. Okay. Which is obviously not my favorite and not ideal. However, I love having in-person students. Yes. Like it's just so wonderful. So yes. I'm so grateful to be able to be face-to-face -face with my right. students. I really love that. And your office is located in Corinth. Yes, on Broad sure. Street in yes. Edgewood. And there's on-street parking. Um, and as I mentioned before, it's only one client in, one client no. out. So there's really no issue with parking, awesome. um, especially now with COVID because the rest of the office building is a lot slower. Right. Some of the therapists aren't seeing clients in there and their practices are very slow. So yeah, that's yes. it. Reach out. Go oh. see her. She's amazing. Oh, thank you. And I see clients Monday through Friday, yep. of course, by appointment and on Sundays. Nice. Yeah, you know, uh, Saturday's my family day, so I don't yep. I do not do any massages on Saturdays. Do some, set some boundaries, right? Gotta set those boundaries. You got to. Oh, you're gonna <laughs> lose yourself. And speaking of boundaries around COVID, so like, it's important to understand that if you are going to a business and you've had symptoms of any kind, don't go. Right. Don't no, go. Don't. Cancel your appointment. I just had a client cancel with me for this for tomorrow because there's a chance that she was exposed Who's, to somebody. Yeah. I understand, and please, 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 please don't come and see me. I think that makes total sense. Right now, we trust. You want to trust? Trust. You're gonna trust your practitioner that she puts everything in place so that you are safe, and we as business owners are trusting. Clients, clients and customers that they do their part to yes. make, make us feel safe yes. and our future customers that come in stay safe so yeah, yeah my it's all standards about my standard is that if you did have covid you need to have two negative tests before you come back to see me nice. and obviously no symptoms right um that's essential so um yeah. very important but yeah other than that um i'm open for business and seeing clients monday through friday and right. sundays love and it. i love it 
I love it. Yes, go see her. She's amazing. Thank and I'm not you. just saying that. I mean it. <laughs> because I'm very honest. I appreciate that very much. So this was a lot of fun. Oh my goodness. I love you. I really enjoy your energy and our energy exchange every single time. There's just something so easy. It just flows. Yay. There's no like, oh, I don't know about this. It's just easy. I love it. Me too. In a good way, easy. So with that said, Thank you, Melissa, for being here. For my listeners, for our listeners, if you have any suggestions, ideas, if you want to be a guest speaker, please connect with me. You can do so either via my website at www.sylviasisson.com or via email sylvia at sylviasisson.com. Follow me on Instagram, Sylvia Sisson Medium. This yeah. is beautiful. Oh, I love it. Until next time.